0: Hello, this is Ayush from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. It is Wednesday, May 13th, and the number of casualties due to the coronavirus rose to 2,415 today, with the total number of infections crossing the 74,000 mark. More than 3,500 cases and 122 deaths were reported in the last 24 hours, and around 24,400 people have been treated. And discharged so far. In his fifth address to the nation since the coronavirus outbreak, Prime Minister Narendra Modi said last night that the fourth phase of a nationwide lockdown will be in a new form with new rules, hinting that the fourth phase of the lockdown will likely see more relaxations. After chief ministers demanded more authority in classifying zones during the video conference with the Prime Minister, the centre plans to involve states and seek their views in drawing up the list of green, orange, and red zones. Some states are still pushing for full freedom in zoning districts in their jurisdiction, with the center only deciding the broad principles. On Monday, while the meeting between the chief ministers and the prime minister was still on, a fresh list was circulated, only to be recalled within minutes, reported the Indian Express. Many states are also in favor of designating smaller areas, rather than entire districts, as orange or red zones. Last night, the prime minister also announced a 20 lakh crore rupees package to help cushion the economic impact of the pandemic. Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman will address a press conference at 4 p.m. today to unveil the finer points of the package, which is aimed towards achieving the proclaimed mission of a self-reliant India, or Atmanirbhar Bharat. In line with this, Union Home Minister Amit Shah announced today that all canteens of Central Armed Police Forces of the CAPF, like the CRPF or the BSF, will now sell only indigenous products. The decision will be applicable to all CAPF canteens across the country from June 1st, the Home Minister said. He added that around 50 lakh families of about 10 lakh CAPF personnel will use local products. According to a study by the Institute of Mathematical Sciences in Chennai, between April 13th and May 10th, the COVID-19 transmission rate remained steady at 1.29, even after some lockdown restrictions were eased on May 4th. The transmission rate is driven mostly by outbreaks in a few states, while most states saw contained growth. At the beginning of the lockdown between March 27th and April 6th, this number stood at 1.83. Rajasthan recorded 87 new cases of coronavirus today, taking the state's total tally to 4,213. The state has reported 117 deaths due to the virus, with Jaipur accounting for 60 deaths alone. As many as 2,400 patients have tested negative for the virus after treatment, out of which 2,100 have been discharged from hospitals. The state now has around 1,641 active cases. In Madhya Pradesh's Indore, at least 91 more people tested positive for coronavirus in the last 24 hours, bringing the total number of cases in the worst-hit district of Madhya Pradesh to 2,107. 988 people have been discharged after recovery. The death rate due to the COVID-19 in Indore stood at 4.51% today. Hundreds of passengers from Gujarat and Rajasthan reached New Delhi today on the first train to arrive here since railway services were resumed on May 12th and a large number of them gathered on roads outside the station with no transport available for the onward journeys. Passenger train operations were resumed initially with 15 pair of trains weeks after they were suspended due to the nationwide coronavirus lockdown. Meanwhile, according to the government, as many as 42,000 migrants have been ferried to their home states in 35 trains from Maharashtra. The Maharashtra State Road Transport Corporation conducted around 300 bus services to drop the homeward-bound migrant laborers at the state border along Madhya Pradesh. Buses and trains might or might not run during the ongoing health crisis, but news always will. At News Laundry, we've been bringing you reports on media and politics since day one of the lockdown. In fact, journalists from all over the country have been doing so. However, things might not be so bright in the state of Himachal Pradesh. In a report published yesterday, I wrote about how journalists in the Himalayan state are being hounded and harassed for reporting critically about the state government's coronavirus strategy. Some of them have as many as five FIRs on them since the lockdown began. To find out more, you can read my report titled, Dimashal Pradesh's journalists face FIR's harassment for reporting on government failures. You can read it on www.newslaundry.com. There are other reports, interviews and podcasts on our website. There's one interview that my colleague Mehraj did with journalist and author Shankar Ayer. The two discuss how the coronavirus pandemic will impact the lives of Indians, especially its poor and marginalized, and how it will alter the country's political and socio-economic structures. Please check it out on our website and if you like it, do click on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Our cheapest subscription costs only Rs. 300 a month. So please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. The Indian Council of Medical Research or the ICMR is conducting a household-level antibody testing of 24,000 adults in select districts to estimate the prevalence of the COVID-19 infection among people. This new research comes on the heels of another facility-level pool testing of all districts of the country. In the last ICMR research study released on April 18th, out of 6,000 patients with respiratory problems randomly tested for coronavirus from February 15 to April 2nd, a total of 104 or 1.8% tested positive for the virus across 52 districts in 20 states and union territories. The percentage of random positive samples of COVID-19 among these patients across the country should an increase incrementally over the period. After going past Delhi, the number of novel coronavirus cases in Tamil Nadu seemed to be on a trajectory to overtake Gujarat as well. Tamil Nadu discovered 716 new infections yesterday and now has almost 8800 confirmed cases. Gujarat, the state with the second highest number of cases, has 8,900 with the addition of 362 new cases yesterday. Most of the new cases in Tamil Nadu came from Chennai, which now has close to 5,000 cases. This is more than 55% of the total number of cases in the state. But Chennai is not alone in this. In several states, the bulk of cases, more than 50%, are concentrated in just one or two cities. Mumbai accounts for over 60% of all cases in Maharashtra, while Ahmedabad has over 70% of all cases in Gujarat. Indore in Madhya Pradesh and Kolkata in West Bengal are also in a similar situation. These cities also account for a large proportion of deaths in these states. A Bharatiya Janta Party ward president and seven others were arrested in Vadodara after they were found celebrating a birthday party, violating the lockdown norms. The incident occurred last night when those arrested converged at the residence of Anil Parmar the BJP president of Ward 7, in Tulsiwar area of the city to celebrate Parmar's birthday. Following the celebrations, the photograph posted by the attendees on various social media sites went viral. The photographs show the residents standing in close proximity to each other, eating cake while posing for the camera. All of them have been booked under IPC sections concerning negligent acts that spread the infection and disobedience to a public servant's order. Cases of infections of the novel coronavirus surpassed million worldwide today as the virus spread across Europe, North America and South Asia. COVID-19 has now killed more than 290,000 people worldwide. Around 1.4 million people have recovered. In Europe, another 627 patients died in Britain, bringing the total coronavirus-related death toll in the country to 32,700. The figures include deaths in all settings, including hospitals, care homes, and the wider community. Dr. Anthony Fauci, the Donald Trump administration's top infectious disease expert, warned that cities and states in the U.S. could turn back the clock and see more coronavirus deaths and economic damage alike if they lift COVID-19 stay-at-home orders too fast. His response stands in sharp contrast to President Trump's wishes to halt the downward-spiraling economy, warning a Senate committee, Fauci said that there is a real risk that opening the states will lead to an outbreak that the North American country might not be able to control. More than two dozen states in the U.S. have started the process of reopening in a bid to restart the sagging economy. Fauci's advice was at variance with the president's, who has insisted that the U.S. is making tremendous strides every day. The reproduction rate for the coronavirus pandemic in Germany fell below the critical threshold of one to an estimated 0.94 on Tuesday after 1.07 reading on Monday. The so-called R number indicates that 100 infected people would infect 94 others on average in the latest 24-hour period, meaning the number of new infections was slowing after accelerating at the beginning of the week. Germany cited recent outbreaks around slaughterhouses as examples of such local cases that could influence the overall R number. Confirmed coronavirus cases in Germany increased over the latest 24 period by 933 to 170,000. The reported death toll rose by 116 to more than 7,500. Germany is being closely watched worldwide as the most successful large European country in curbing the spread of the virus so far, partly thanks to massive testing, which has enabled a partial reopening of the economy. At least five COVID-19 patients in the Russian city of St. Petersburg died after a ventilator caught fire in the intensive care ward they were being treated in. The Russian press reported that the patients had died from inhaling toxic substances released by the fire in the intensive care unit of a hospital. Rescue teams reportedly took 150 people to safety. Authorities have reportedly launched an investigation into criminal negligence leading to the deaths. Tuesday's fire was the second such incident within a few days in Russia. On Saturday, A fire in the intensive care unit in a Moscow hospital killed one COVID-19 patient and led to the evacuation of some 200 other people. To end it all, here's a daily dose meta update. Something that would make accessing your favorite daily podcast easier through Google Assistant. Well, that's because we are now on Google's virtual assistant app. To enable the daily dose updates there, here's what you need to do. Number one, ask Google Assistant to play the news. Then go to settings, click on the add new source and look for daily dose. Select DD and adjust the order you want. After doing the first three steps, all you have to do is say, okay, Google, play the news and it should work. This can be a bit tricky. So if you face any problems, feel free to tweet to us at at the rate news or write to us over email on contact at That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from.